This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 16th of February. Justin, Milk Run, the on-demand grocery delivery startup, which just happened to raise $75 million over 12 months ago. They're laying off 20% of their workforce. It's the only one still delivering in this space after Volley, Send, and Quico have all shut down. Down. Great service, very tough business model. Mm. B-Man, ever received a text message from a scammer from the same mobile number as the actual company? Uh, happens all the time. Well, NAB has now locked its phone numbers to make it harder for scammers to defraud their customers. Mm. You'd think this wouldn't even be possible in the first place though, bro. Three trustworthy stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Treasury Wines, the owner of Penfolds and 19 Crimes, has seen its net profit boom by over 70%, but it's its cheaper brands are still a major red flag. Snoop Doggy Dog and Martha Stewart repping their wine. What is happening here? So Treasury Wine Estates is the company behind some major wine brands in Australia and globally. We're talking everything from top-notch wines like Penfolds and Behringer to others like Wolf Blast, Lindemans and 19 Crimes. Now, Jazzy Boy, previously, Treasury Wine sold a large chunk of its premium wines to China, mm-hmm. but had to shift away because of those pesky, enormous tariffs. <laughs> the good news of Treasury Wine is is that its strategy to sell more wines into Asia, but not China, has actually worked a treat. Yep, net profit up 72% for the past six months. But its push into the US market hasn't been quite as smooth. The growth on its cheaper wines, like 19 Crimes, didn't grow as fast as planned. That's, of course, the wine with Snoop Doggy Dog and Martha Stewart as ambassadors. But don't worry, Brett. Treasury CEO says it's not because their celeb rep has waned. Interesting. What's the key learning here? Avocados and brand ambassadors have a lot in common. They can both be expensive and they can both go bad pretty quickly. When a brand relies on one or two ambassadors to promote their product, Mm -hmm. they run the risk of becoming overly dependent on those individuals and their popularity. And Brett, this can become pretty problematic if that celebrity is in a scandal, Kanye, Mm -hmm. but even just when their popularity starts to wane, it does prompt a very good reminder. A reminder that while celebrity endorsements can be helpful, brands need to have a solid foundation and a number of quality distribution and marketing strategies. For our second story, Subway, one of the world's most well-known fast food brands, Mm -hmm. has confirmed... It is up for sale. Welcome to Subway. (laughs) Indeed, Juzzy Boy. Tell me more. Okay, Subway was founded back in 1965 in the US and now has around 37,000 locations. And now, fast forward to today, Subway is exploring a possible sale. Now, Brett, a price tag was not announced as part of this, but it's understood that Subway could be valued at more than $10 billion. That is a whole lot of teriyaki chicken (laughs) footlocks. Now, Brett, if Subway can achieve their lofty goals, it would be one of the biggest deals in fast food history. Now, B-Man, Subway reckons now is a good time to sell because it's in the process of modernizing itself. We're talking revamping its menu, its stores, its digital presence, finally. So what's the key learning here? Bold investments in customer experience can take an old trusted brand into the stratosphere. For example, in October last year, Subway achieved record-setting sales across its 20,000 US locations. We're talking new sandwiches, new soups, (laughs) remodeled stores. So with a revamped menu and store renovations, and international growth, Mm -hmm. may I add, Subway has been on the rebound in recent years. But don't forget that digital growth has been quite the highlight for Subdogs. Yep, get this one. Sales made through its app doubled in 2022 compared to 2021. So these changes have made Subway an attractive target for a buyer. 
for our third and final story. Coca-Cola will raise the price of its drinks, but it's blaming high costs of its raw materials. Yet Pepsi is in a price halt. Coca-Cola has uncomfortably strong hold on society, <laughs> Jazzy Boy, so it's not such a surprise, mm-hmm. go on. Coca-Cola Company is the company behind the famous Coca-Cola drink. It was concocted way back in 1886 as a drink, which actually included cocaine. But since then, the cocaine has been dropped from the ingredients. <laughs> Could get a little expensive otherwise. <laughs> And it's sold in over 200 countries around the world. Now, Brett, in 2022, Coca-Cola increased its average selling price by 11%, which is pretty chunky. But now, the CEO of Coca-Cola has warned that Coke can't stop, won't stop increasing prices. Another one is on the way in 2023. Pepsi, its arch rival, has said it will put a halt on price rises this year, despite a 14% jump last year. I guess these quasi-duopolies can play by their own rules. So true. So what's the key learning? Here. A duopoly is where two companies have a dominant position in a particular industry with significant market share. How about this, Jazzy Boy? Between Coke and Pepsi, mm-hmm. they have over 71% of the US carbonated drinks industry. Wow. And Brett, this near duopoly has made it pretty easy for these companies to do price hikes. Or as Coke likes to call them, cost inflation induced price hikes. <laughs> but here's the thing, Brett. Both Pepsi and Coca-Cola have already increased their prices multiple times over the past year. And it's had no significant impact on demand. Jazzy Boy, very excited to launch our big partnership with Victoria University oh, yeah. yesterday. The Flux team was on campus at the Vic Uni office, rolling out our premium app to thousands of Vic Uni students. It's going to be awesome to help Vic Uni students build their commercial knowledge and employability as well, Jazzy Boy. So Flux Sam, if you think your company or university or school may be interested in learning more about Flux, hit us up at hello at flux.finance. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.